So uh, let's talk. Our word for today is uh, submission. And so there is a dynamic that's happening as a result of the shutdown, which is you can tend to feel like you're alone, but there's also a lot of uh, stress that you can't really identify necessarily where it's coming from. Like it's, it's this odd thing that's going on. You can't necessarily identify where it's coming from. And so a, n- a number of our, our families are really struggling. Sometimes the, in couples, they're really struggling. And uh, one guy said to me, he says, I don't, I don't think I'm losing my faith, but, but it, it, it feels different. It feels like something's, something's wrong. And so first thing I want to say to you is this. I'm telling everybody this. Do not make big decisions during the COVID time. Don't do that. There's, there is a dynamic happening you don't understand, which is you've been separated. You, you've been separated from people that you really care about. And like, come on, it can't be that big a deal. Maybe it is that big a deal. And so don't, don't make big decisions during this, during this time. Don't think that this is the end of the relationship. This is who the... There's another dynamic going on that you may not understand. So we're going to kind of light on the part of it today in terms of what creates this clinch in your stomach. In your life, what causes stress, worry, anxiety? What is it that causes that stomach to knot up or, or your heart to feel like, ah, or the back of your neck, right? Right through here, you're all tense. You got these big knots in your shoulders. What causes that in your life? Well, I'm gonna tell you what we're gonna talk about today right up front. All right, I'm gonna give you kind of the whole message right up front and then we're gonna work through it uh, from there. It's this, the greatest source of anxiety and worry is when I'm in charge. It's when I'm responsible for the end result. It's when I need to get the credit. I need to defend myself. It's when my name is on the line. It's when I am going to build a life worth living my way. That's the source. It's not the only source, but it's the source. It's the greatest source. So what's, what's the opposite of that? The opposite of that is that the greatest source of peace is that when Jesus is in charge. That he is responsible for the end result. That he gets the credit and that his name is on the line. It's that Jesus is the one I trust because he's the only one that knows how to live a life worth living. Here's another statement. You may want to jot this one down. You may want to tweet this one. It's this. The greatest source of anxiety and worry is when I have determined I am in charge and I will force the world to submit to me. I will force the world to submit to me. Can, can you relate to that? All these issues that you're trying to get to work. So you have a choice. 
You can rule the world, or you can submit to Jesus, who is the only one who has the power to make the world submit to him. You can rule your world, or you can submit to Jesus, who is the only one who has the power to rule the world. We're going to jump into a a passage in, at the end of Ephesians. It's in Ephesians chapter 6. And uh, it doesn't use the word submission, but as you work your way through it, you're like, oh, I, 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 this makes sense. So here we go. He says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood. Whoa, wait a minute, time out. Wait, wait. Do you know what flesh and blood means, people? Our struggle is not against people. Now let's back up a second. How many of you, your worry and your anxiety and your struggle, the knot in your stomach, has everything to do with people? It has everything to do with I can't get along with my spouse. It has everything to do with I can't get along with my mom, my dad. My kids are driving me crazy. My kid's 33 and I still feel responsible for him. That's anxiety and stress. My boss, my neighbor. Now we have the whole shutdown thing so we have lots of other people involved in in our lives, right? Now, lest you think this guy who's writing this is like, well, yeah, sure, his life is probably great. He probably doesn't, he's in prison. And he's been imprisoned unjustly. He's been put into prison because he taught of God's love, of Jesus' forgiveness. And they came along and said, you're talking against the emperor. And they, they threw him in prison. He's unjustly in prison. And you know what he said? Listen, our war is not with people. My war is not with people. That's not what's happening here. But against the rulers against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. There's a spiritual battle going on. Oh, by the way, does stress and anxiety, does does that come, is that actually a physical thing? Well, certainly it feels like it, because it is my stomach that tightens up, and it is my shoulders that get all tight, that's true. Matter of fact, the Bible, it's cool. The Bible calls it your heart, and it calls it, in other places in the Old Testament, it calls it your bowels, which is the tightening of your stomach. But it's your soul that feels stress. It's just your soul communicates to your body, and then your body responds to it. Your body doesn't get stressed out. Your heart, your spirit does. See, the battle in your life is not about people. It's, there's a spiritual battle going on. Now, so in this battle, what do these spiritual forces want? What would be success for them?
anxiety. They want you stressed out. They win when you stress out. They want you to be depressed. Hopelessness. The whole goal, their whole goal is hopelessness. They want you to be totally focused on yourself. To never be happy. In other words, there's never enough. No matter what you do and what you accomplish, you can't get there. But most of all, what do they want? They want you to be at war with your spouse. You see, what's the best way to destroy a kid's life? Make sure mom hates dad and dad hates mom. It's the best way to make sure that kid grows up mad at the world, discouraged, and hopeless. What's the best way to destroy you? Get you fighting with other people. If they can get you to fighting with other people, you'll never see the enemy. You'll never see what the problem is. So then he goes on and he says this, therefore, put on the full armor of God. Well, that's where submission comes in. Because all the things he talks about as, uh, that are the armor of God, the way you put them on is you submit to them. You submit to them. You go, I'm not in charge here. I'm here to do what God says. I'm here to hear what God says. I'm not here for my opinions. I'm not here for what I think. I'm not here for what I feel. I'm here to do what God wants me to do. I'm here to trust him. That's how you put on the armor of God. So that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground and after you have done everything to stand. You can feel it. You can feel that there are forces that are trying to mow you over, trying to push you down. He says, this is where you stand. You put on the armor of God. You submit. Stand firm then in the belt of truth buckled around your waist. And then he walks through some things. So we're going to talk about what submission brings in terms of these things that you put on or that you have. First of all, submission brings freedom. Wait a minute. That, that should be a twister. Wait a minute. I, 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 submission? No, no. What do you think of when you think of submission? Lock me up. I, I don't get to make a choice anymore. I just have to do whatever you want. That's what submission is. Well, first and foremost, submission is always a choice. Slavery is not submission. Submission, I choose. This is what I choose to do. I make this choice to submit to this. Freedom comes from submission. He goes on to say, to the Jews who had believed, Jesus said, if you hold my teachings, you are truly my disciple. If you practice my teachings, if you submit to my teachings, you're truly my disciple. And then you will know the truth. Now, in the world that we live in right now, it's always been this way. It's not new. Everybody's trying to prove that they have the truth, that they know what's right. You have to follow them. You should trust them. You should do what they say because they know the truth. Knowing the truth doesn't set you free. It's practicing the truth that sets you free. Just because you can prove you're right doesn't set you free. 
It's practicing the truth that sets you free. Then you will know the truth, and that truth will set you free as you begin to practice it. And so, we tend to think and feel that there's a lot of things that will set us, true, set us free. The evil forces in high places, they know all about this. Lust. Whenever you begin lust, what's it feel like? Doesn't matter if you're lusting after naked people or you're lusting after some drug or liquid that can make you feel a certain way or you're lusting after possessions or you're lusting after something your neighbor has. It always starts the exact, it starts the exact same way. That looks good and that makes me feel good. I bet if I got more of it, I'd feel better. Matter of fact, I'd be free. And lust says it over and over again. It says, listen, don't let yourself be told what to do by somebody else. Come with me. Come consume me, and then you'll be free. And so you try a little bit of it, and what happens? It feels good. And then it doesn't feel good. And so you got to have more. And before you know it, you are a slave to whatever it is you went after. Sometimes people at this point will go, young people, as if young old people don't have the exact same experience. We have the exact same experience. The only difference between us and you is we've been slaves longer. So we know you turn into a slave. Everybody over 35 just laughed. They got that. They're like, yeah, that's really true. What brings freedom? Submission. See, the opposite to lust is purity. Purity is awesome. It brings freedom. When you're pure, you get to choose whatever you want. Only you only want to choose good things that set you more free. What's the opposite? How about a budget? Does budget represent freedom or slavery? When you first get the budget, when they first tell you to do a budget, you're like, you mean I don't get to spend my money the way I want to? I have to do what the budget says? Yeah, that's submitting to the budget. Now, anybody who's ever submitted to a budget for longer than a year have discovered what? It brings amazing freedom. Anybody who hasn't submitted to a budget for longer than a year realizes that spending your money whenever you feel like spending your money leads to slavery. I now owe way more than what I have. Look at my check and look at my bills. How did that happen? Because you didn't submit to the truth. Stability. Submission leads to stability. In Ephesians, he says, in addition to this, take up the shield of faith, which can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Faith is when you trust God. You say, you know what? I'm going to make my decisions. I'm going to do my actions. I'm going to decide who I am. I'm going to decide what's right and what's good based on what Jesus says is true. I'm going to trust him for what's true. I'm not trusting my teachers. I'm not trusting... uh, Social media, I'm not trusting my neighbor. I'm not even trusting my parents. 
I'm trusting what God says. That's who I'm putting my faith into. He says, that's how you stop the flaming arrows of the evil one. Then in James, he says this, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete and not lacking anything. He says, when you, when you face trials, know that those trials are going gonna to make you a mature person. They're going to set you free. They're going to make you powerful. They're going to help you so you can go through tough things in life and not be all tensed up and anxiety, anxious and worried. And then he goes, and when you're doing this, when this is happening, when you're in the middle of it, pray for wisdom. Pray for wisdom. What's wisdom? Wisdom is knowing, wait a minute, this is going to lead to something good. It's going, no, no, no. I know it looks bad, but God's going to use this to grow me. And then he says this, but when you ask, trust God, put your faith that he is going to answer. Because he always answers that prayer. Always. He says, don't be double-minded. Don't be like, okay, I prayed for that, but now I'm going to go with what I feel. I prayed for that, but I'm not going to submit to it. I'm going to go do what I feel. He says, such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. I, I'm the classic unstable guy when it comes to schedules. I personally... I don't even think it's my fault. I think it's my personality. That's my way out. I'm going I'm to get this, this, and this done today. I do one and two, and I get to three, and I'm like, do I really want to do that today? And somebody calls, and off I go. Now, after three days, I'm really frustrated. I'm stressed out. You know why? I didn't get done what I was supposed to get done because I'm double-minded. I'm unstable. That's a simple thing. This is a big deal. When you submit, submission creates stability, and stability gets you where you want to go. Stability allows you to build what you want to build. Stability allows you to love people in a consistent way that you may have never seen before. And peace. Submission brings peace. And with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. The whole gospel is about peace. It's about God bringing peace to you. You and God being peace at one, with one another. He goes on to say, and with your feet fitted with the readiness of the gospel that comes from the gospel of peace, take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Then in Romans, he talks about this mind of the Spirit. The mind governed by the flesh is death. But the mind governed by the Spirit is life and peace. When you live your life that you're in charge, when you live your life that you're going to do what you feel and what you think it creates conflict and chaos. Conflict and conflict and chaos. And you think the problem is other people. When you submit to Christ, 
as the boss of your life. And you're like, no, I'm going to do what he says. It creates peace. For, at first it creates peace between you and God. And then it begins to create peace with you and other people. And it creates peace with you and you. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Are you going to live your life submissive or rebellious? You're like, I'm not rebellious. I just, I'm still deciding. When you tell your kid, hey, listen, come on, let's go. Or I need you to eat your vegetables. Or it's time to go to bed. And they go, hey, 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 give me a minute. I want you to understand something, parents. That is out and out rebellion. They know exactly what they're doing. Uh, just let me do this first. You know what that means? I'm not doing it on your timetable. I am not submitting to you. I'm doing it my way. The same thing's true for us. Apathetic response. God, I'm just going to stay here in the middle. That's rebellion. It's the worst kind. What are you going to do? What God's word is offering us this morning is that when we submit, when we submit, it brings incredible freedom and stability and peace. There's lots of other things. In other words, we win the war. So you can start small. Starting small is this. You uh, are one of those people that every morning you set your alarm five minutes apart, three alarms, right? That's because you won't submit to the first one. Start small. Don't do that anymore. Set your alarm once and submit to it. Just start small. For others of you, you, you spend time God, with God when you feel like it. You need to set a specific time you're going to spend time with God at that time every time and submit to it. Like, oh, God's all hung up on that. He's not hung up on it. You need to get hung up on submitting. Stop being the ruler of your life. Guys, maybe you leave your socks on the floor. Ladies, maybe you leave your socks on the floor. I can't even imagine that. But anyway, maybe you do. And it bothers your spouse. Submit to that. Just take care of it. Start out small. Maybe there's something else you have. Just start out small and watch what happens as you submit and begin to live that life. Or you need, maybe you need to go big. Maybe there's something in your life that God has been working on you about. He's been pointing out in your life. You're, 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 you're very angry. And, and so whenever things go wrong, you, you, you throw submission out the window and, and you, you need to go, whoa, that's got to stop. I'm going to turn that around. Maybe you, you use language with your family that should never be used in your, in your home. And that, you need to go big. That needs to stop. It needs to stop now. And the way you're going to do it is you're going to submit your tongue to Christ. I don't know what it is, but maybe you need to go big. But whatever it is, I want you to enjoy the peace while you're doing it. What do you mean? We got just like, we got a week and a half, two weeks of summer left, Right? So, during this time, accept the peace that Christ has paid for for you. Submit to him. Take the mantle off your shoulders that you're in charge of everything. That the end result is up to you. That you're the one that's it's all about you. 
Take that and put it right on Christ and enjoy the peace. Let him be the one. You're, gonna, you're just going to submit to him. Enjoy the peace. And lastly, prepare for the big game. Uh, no, we're not talking about football. I think that's been canceled. They might still be doing the NFL, but I watch college. What's the big game? Well, this fall, this is what we're going to do as a church. This is what I want to invite you to be a part of. This is what our church is going to be focusing on this fall. We're going to submit ourselves then to God. We're going to submit ourselves then to God and resist the devil. You see, there's a spiritual war going on. And in this spiritual war, the devil wants you depressed, discouraged, and most of all, at war with other people. He wants you to live in drama all the time. And for, for a number of, of you, you may have been doing great. You, you, you didn't have that much drama. And then this whole shutdown thing came on, and you're in drama. That's what they want. That's where they want you. So what we're going to do is we're going to submit ourselves to God. We're going to go to war. Now, resist the devil. Now, don't worry. We're not going to get boxing gloves and paint Jesus on them and punch the devil in the face or any of those kinds of things. But we're going to be just as serious about it because that's actually not how you fight the devil. You don't fight the devil by focusing on the devil. You fight the devil by turning away from him and submitting to Christ. That's how you fight the devil. But you see, it's just as dramatic and it's just as uh, exciting and it takes just as much energy to turn and submit as it does to focus on the devil. And that's what we're going to do. And the Bible says he's going to flee from you. How are we going to do that? Well, I'm going to fart, we're going to start with uh, Spirit Day. Now, uh, I, I mentioned this a bit earlier, but there's a number of people I've been talking to and, and and I've, I've experienced this too. Uh, just last week, I said to people after church, I think the church is starting to bubble again. Because for the longest time, I felt like you'd left. Like, you weren't here anymore. Because I would come to the campus, and you're not here. So the only feeling that I could come up with was, you left me. You're like, well, we didn't leave you. They told us we couldn't come. I understand what they told you. But I felt like you left me. I think all of us are feeling that. I think you feel that too. It's like you're alone. So what's Spirit Day about? First and foremost, Spirit Day is about us communicating to each other. We're here. We're still here. We still care about each other. We still are trying to follow Christ. We're still a family. And so to do that, you've got to submit. You have got to, on purpose, go, you know what? I'm going to be there at that time, and I'm going to register. Now, I, I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited because I can see you, right? And streamers, I, I feel you. I can't see you. I want you to know, because there's no difference. We're all one family. But when, we, when they came and they told me, listen, we had to turn some people away this morning. I was like, yes, they're back, they're coming back. Now, I know you haven't left, I get that, I know that, but that's how it feels, that makes sense? So on Spirit Day, you gotta submit, which means you gotta do two things. One, 
Commit to being here if you can, and commit to communicating you're with us if you can. Streamers, this is important. You gotta communicate, you gotta register, and you gotta communicate through the chats, through the different ways. We're here, we're here. This is important. You gotta submit to do it. The next thing is the stronger together in prayer. So there's a piece to this that we haven't revealed yet. I'm gonna reveal it to you this morning. Don't tell Pete Ross. He's actually in charge of this campaign, and I didn't, I didn't run this by him yet. So don't tell them. We'll pretend I didn't do it. A part of this is that we're going we're gonna to learn how to pray for a breakthrough. Now, it's not, that, as a, it's not that we haven't prayed for breakthroughs before. We've never done this as a church, though. And said, so this is it. This is the breakthrough we're praying for. God, this is the breakthrough we're asking you to do. And we're going to do that together. I just sense that you need a breakthrough. I sense you don't even know what the breakthrough is. We don't even know what it is, but we need it. So you got to submit to be a part of Stronger Together. It's six weeks long. you gotta, you got to submit and go from October through the end of November. I'm going to be in. I'm going to schedule this thing. I'm going to be here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be a part of it. What they asked me to do, I'm going to do, which leads us to groups and joining a group. Critical. I mean, super important. Now, the beauty of the streaming thing is, no matter where you are, you get to be a part of one of our groups. The beauty of it is, no matter where you are in terms of being able to become on Sunday mornings, we, we can Zoom in group people, and it's awesome, right? So, so that's beautiful, but you got to submit to do that. And lastly, minister to one another. Let's come back to these bags, Right? Here's this, this little opportunity to minister to somebody. Let's jump all over those things. Guys, people need you to call them and text them and follow up. They need you to drop off little desserts. They need you to drop off notes. They need you to do that. But that takes submission. That means I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to identify a couple of people. I'm going to pour into those people's lives. That takes submission. That's what we're going to do. Because what are we going to do? We're going to submit to God. Resist the devil. We're going to fight the spiritual war, not each other. In your homes, fight the spiritual war, not each other. At work, fight the spiritual war, not each other. Submit to God. And watch what happens. Stability, freedom, peace. Let's pray. Lord, There's many, many times in our lives that we say, God, give us freedom. We pray for freedom. God, give us stability. We need stability. And you've, you've made it crystal clear to us that that's not what we're going to ask for. What, what we want is we want submissive hearts. We want to follow you. And what you've said is that you would give us that. We want to submit to putting on your armor. To trusting you for what's true, not our feelings. For trusting you for what will lead to a life worth living, not our feelings, not people, not ideas, not movements. 
Lord, we have asked for peace over and over again. For many people, it's the number one thing. I just want peace. I just want peace. God, give me peace. And you've made this crystal clear. Peace does not come because you sprinkle it on us. It comes because we hand in rebellion for submission. We hand in, we're in charge. We're responsible. It's about me. We're going to hand that in. Jesus, you're responsible. Jesus, you're in charge. Jesus, this day of my life is your life. I'm here to follow you. Lord Jesus, I pray for every person to... No, no, take that back. Every person, I invite you to pray this prayer with me, to say this to Jesus with me. Jesus, I am done trying to get the world, my family, my spouse, my children, my boss, my government to submit to me. At this moment, Jesus, I submit myself to you. I follow you. I trust you. You do with the world what you want. In your name we pray.